This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Time to talk health with Wendy Christen, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville. She's been doing her thing since 2005 and had an honor to have her on the line with us this morning. Good morning to you, Wendy. All well? Good morning, Brad. Yes, very well. Thank you. Good. Today we're chatting about uh, acid alkaline balance in the body. And I would dare say that most people have heard about it, but don't bother too much and just leave it be. Is this something we need to focus on to ensure good and vibrant health, to ensure that our balance, that alkaline acid balance is right? Does it happen automatically? Does it happen through what we eat and drink? Please help us. Well, Brad, it does happen automatically, but we do need to be mindful of it because our food choices certainly play a role in in that maintenance. So our body should naturally maintain our pH balance. So the, that's the levels of alkalinity and acidity in the body. Mm. Um, and that's normally through the functioning of the, the lungs and the kidneys. So um, yeah, our body should be able to do that. But in short, uh, we do need to help them along the way with the foods that we're eating and the things that we're doing. Okay. So uh, let me just ask you a question. When we say about the acid alkaline, is it something happening internally or is it a blood thing? Well, it's internally, but it is predominantly in the blood. Um, so you can measure your alkalinity in your saliva, your acidity or um, alkalinity in your saliva. You can in the urine, oh. and it can be measured in the blood. When there's a real imbalance in the blood, we start getting problems. So what's normal pH uh, in our bodies? So normal pH is around 7.4. And if we look at the scale, 1 is the most acidic, and 14 is the most alkaline. So 7.4 is kind of just past the middle. So let's chat about um, when things go wrong and perhaps also what we're doing that's causing an imbalance and where we ought to be. Okay, so first of all, um, malfunctions in the lungs or the kidneys can obviously influence this balance. Um, And then you get these medical conditions called acidosis or alkalosis, Um, especially if that balance is very severe. Those Mm. are definitely going to need medical treatment and no amount of dietary changes at that point are going to help alone. Um, but what happens is the lungs control the pH level. So as we breathe, um, the lungs release carbon dioxide, and that's slightly acidic, and that gets released into the bloodstream. And then our cells, in the process of, use, uh, you know, of doing their job, mm. also use up oxygen. So as we exhale, we expel that carbon dioxide and thereby regulate our pH balances. Um, and we reduce the acidity. So our breathing is very important. If we're breathing very shallowly or if we're holding our breath, um, and we're not letting go of all those toxins, then, then our bodies can remain a little bit more acidic. So the quality of our breathing is important. And then the kidneys also play a role. So they assist in the maintenance of the pH by excreting those acids and bases again into the bloodstream, out through the urine, um, and you know, obviously in sweat and things like that. Too. Mm. So what, let's look at what we eat. So what is bringing acidity or alkalinity into our bodies through the way of our nutrition? So acidic foods are the ones that have that effect on our bodies. Um, the most alkaline foods, or if we can keep our diet um, rich with alkaline foods, then um, we can keep that. We can maintain that balance. So the body um, leaves what is known as either an alkaline or an acidic ash, oh. and that ash is the term described um, or used to describe what's left over when the body has used up that food. So there's this little ash layer that is left, and it can either be an acidic ash or it can be an alkaline ash, and we preferably want a little bit more alkaline in our body. 
Okay, so um, just to go back to the uh, pH level that you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, uh, going on a scale of 1 to 14, a normal blood pH should be around 7.4. In, in your experience, where are we as modern men and women? Where are we on that scale in general? Um, we, we hover around, but we're probably a little bit more to the acidic side. You probably see us sitting more at between... Six point something and seven, okay. um, more than that seven point four. I think there's very few people that that manage to maintain a really healthy seven point four balance. Okay, so we're talking about a balance, and we've got the balance slightly off from where it should be. So you're saying we're slightly low on the pH, which means we're too there's too much acidity in our body. So what are the signs of too much acidity? Do can, can one even tell that you've got a body that's too acidic? You can. So inflammation is your your first sign. Um, that's generally an indicator that you are acidic. But then you have these crossover symptoms, things like fatigue, weakness, drowsiness, confusion, headaches, um, and shortness of breath. Okay, so those are the things that we're looking for. Um, And then um, let's talk about um, inflammation. Um, We've spoken about it in the past as being a natural response, but yet um, it's obviously got to a point of being, can I dare I say, unnatural because of the way we eat uh, and move or don't move? Yes, so it's obviously not ideal to live in a continual inflamed state because that does lead to chronic disease. Um, And it is a natural state, you know, as you cut yourself and an inflammatory response happens to try and heal that wound. Mm. But inside, on a cellular level, if you're continually feeding this inflammatory process, it lands up becoming chronic disease. Okay, so let's chat about this in a practical way. What are we putting inside of our bodies that are shifting us to that lower pH, that place of acidity in our bodies? So things like alcohol, sugar, coffee, tea, hot chocolate, um, wheats and grains. Um, and then our, our animal products, our beef, our pork, our um, chicken, um, Many of our animal products are going to raise our acidity. So now you've got people staring at their radios with their mouths hanging open saying, okay, I'm not supposed to have an acidic level inside of my body, but you've just listed a, read a list of my entire, con- <laughs> the, the contents of my we diet <laughs> for the entire day, somebody would say. And uh, so their mouth hanging open. So what you're saying is the chances of somebody having inflammation in their bodies because of what they're eating. I mean, this list just smacks of modern day diet, doesn't it, uh, Wendy? So, so we're in trouble. So something needs to change. It absolutely does. Uh, and we should aim to have an 80-20 balance in our diet with at least 80% of our foods being alkaline um, and 20% of our foods being acidic. It's impossible to cut out all the acidic foods, but it's all about balance. Hmm. And obviously your alkaline foods are your, more, you know, your vegetables and your fruits and your um, brown rices and quinoas and things like that. Almonds are um, um, alkaline. And then obviously your leafy greens your spinach and your um, lettuce and your kale. And you see, now the thing is we need to get our heads right here, Wendy, because you say something like kale and someone's going, blah. Um, and yes. then you need to be saying, no, 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 this is the way to vibrant health. It's important to pay attention to what Wendy's saying here this morning and reduction of inflammation. Uh, can I ask something that, I, that, that might come across as fairly controversial, but I'd love to ask it. We're sitting with huge problems in, in general health for people. In, in, in Let's talk about the South African context. Uh, there's huge issues of health. I mean, we interview people regularly around just cancer and obesity is, is a big conversation we have often because we carry uh, some statistics that are shocking here in this country. Um, mm. And uh, if, if would you say 
I know this might be quite broad, but would you say that if we just focused on a list like you've given us here of foods that can uh, shift our bodies to a more alkaline state and can reduce inflammation, that we would be a healthier bunch of South Africans going about their days today? We absolutely would. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, if you just take this, you know, the standard, they call it the standard American diet, but you can say the standard South African diet as well, standard African diet. Um, it is filled with all these inflammatory foods. As you said, it, it, you know, many people are, are living on, you know, that, that list alone. Yeah. And very few of the veggies and the fruits and the healthy things are coming in. So there, there would be a, um, a gigantic shift. If we, if we focus just on the acidity and the alkalinity of our food. If we just look at the number of people in this country struggling with diabetes, as an example, and then all of those chronic diseases of lifestyle that have come through inflammation. So food, mm. food combinations, you say, are very important. So let's chat about that. Yeah. So we, we've spoken about ratios and the balance, more or less. So ideally, your ratio should be about four to one. So four portions of alkaline food to every one portion of acidic food. So to put that into practical terms, if you have a small piece of protein, say beef or chicken or something like that with your dinner, and the other half of your plate is made up of salads and vegetables, that helps to counter the balance. Mm. <clears throat> and, um, but we, we're looking at the average person is having, well, not the average person, but many people are consuming 20 to 30 times more acidic food. Wow. And as I said previously, very little of the alkaline food. So the more alkaline foods we can be eating, the better that balance is going to be. Okay, so let's also continue just as we, as we get to the end of this conversation, Wendy, about combining foods so we can get that acid-alkaline balance just right. I mean, we, you, you've spoken now about um, a four-to-one ratio, but how do we still combine uh, them so that we get maximum benefit out of them and keep that acidity level lower? Okay, well, our very, you know, our very traditional way of eating is meat and potatoes. Yeah. But obviously, meat and potatoes are two acidic um, foods. So meat and vegetables or meat and salads would be a better alternative. Um, thinking about even things like fruit salads, our different fruits have different levels of acidity. Mm. So your, um, you know, your traditional fruit salad is not necessarily ideal for your body to be able to process. We should um, sort of try not to combine our acidic and our subacidic fruits. You can combine um, acidic and sweet fruits and subacidic and sweet fruits preferably not your acidic and your subacidic, because those obviously cause problems too. So oranges and apples, um, as opposed to oranges and bananas, Uh for example. And then, as I said, about hmm. the meat and potatoes, rather meat and vegetables or um, yeah, meat and vegetables would be your best combination. So, Wendy, you know, what you're saying now is, is easy for, for you to say and for me to listen to, but those going about their business, driving in a car, listening, saying, okay, I'm hearing about food combinations, I'm hearing about ratios. How does this look for me in reality if I want to practice it? Is there a place where someone can find a, a, a list or a chart or a table? I mean, can one just Google it and, and, and get on track as to know what to combine with what? Yes. Uh, there's, there, there are a couple of very nice pH charts, so you can just Google pH charts, and it'll tell you which foods are more alkaline, which ones are more acidic, which ones you should really try and avoid. Um, specifically, if, we, if we're looking at um, your, uh, your um, uh, carbonated beverages, those are highly acidic. Yes. And then many of us are drinking loads and loads of these carbonated um, um, beverages. So we want to reduce those as well. But there's a, there's a very helpful chart that you can find if you Google them. Yeah, 
Great one. I'm, I'm thoroughly intrigued by this and it's something I've been doing for the last number of years in my life, ensuring that I get that acid alkaline balance right and push it heavily towards the alkaline. I even have those little strips, Wendy, and uh, early in the morning, every few weeks, I do a little bit of a test to see how my how my acid alkaline is looking. And I'm uh, sitting on about the 7, 7.4 to 7.6 range uh, on a regular basis. So I'm very pleased with the way I'm getting that well balance done. right. <laughs> well done. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, thank you again uh, so much. It's Wendy Christian from Integrated Health Solution helping us out today. That podcast is up if you want to listen to it again. I think it's something we should all go and read because we and listen to again and share with somebody else. We need to change the way we do things because otherwise we're just going to be a whole big bunch of unhealthy people people. We don't want that at all. Wendy's on a mission and she wants to help us and we're so grateful for her. Wendy, thumbs up and uh, yeah, thanks so much for your help this morning. Pleasure, Brad. Have a wonderful day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za